When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Jonathan, it's Sam. Uh, I just wanted to call about uh, Geekscape. I just listened to the, the episode with Jamal, um, your, your teacher, the guy who Panther Baby. Man, I really liked that episode. I thought it was, it was very cool. It was great hearing his story. You did a great job with it. Um, it's, it really spoke to me. I just want to say I really enjoyed it. I thought it was excellent. I always like the stuff that you do with the show, but I especially like that episode. So I thought I'd just uh, give some good vibrations. Uh, I'll talk to you later, buddy. Bye. Hey, Geekscapists, welcome to a brand new Geekscape. Sorry it's been about a week and a half since I gave you guys a new episode. Um, it was the launch of the new site. I'll be honest with you guys, launching the brand new site uh, pretty much took up my last week. So uh, don't complain, you guys are getting a new uh, Geekscape now. And trust me, I don't want to be the guy who goes too long without giving you guys content. Because I know how important it is to you guys, and I also know that I start getting a little bit crazy when I'm not talking to people. Um, but we have two great guests on the episode today. Um, but first, we got an email. Uh, we got two emails. The first one's from Javi. Uh, and he sent this. If you guys have an email, just send it to me, Jonathan at Geekscape.net. Uh, let me know if I can read it on the show or not. But uh, Javi wrote this one a little bit ago. And he said, hey, I've been a long-time listener since the Geek Drome days. Are you still freestyling? Uh, I'm not freestyling. I think that, that my freestyling was awful. <laughs> but if you uh, are a Geek Drome loyalist, and you check the Geekscape uh, page that we just started up, this, the, the new relaunch, Geekscape.net, you'll see that there is a bullet bill changes everything meme uh, article, which if you're being like, what the hell is that? If you're asking what the hell is that right now, it means you weren't around in those days. And uh, it's easy enough. You can just go to the new site and catch yourself up. It's basically, it's a long story. You have to read the article. And basically, back in the day... Uh, we just started doing an art contest where people would take Bullet Bill from the Mario Brothers games and put him in the most like offensively or hilarious photos he, we could. You know, like take Bullet Bill and have him like blowing JFK's brains out, or or or, <laughs> or make him like the giant asteroid from Deep Impact, like like <laughs> going into the Earth. Um, those were pretty funny. Um, so yeah, check out that meme, especially if you're an old school Geek Drome listener, because uh, it's back. Uh, Javi goes on to write, anyways, I really like the new format. It, it, it's produced some quality interviews, though I'm a little worried about the when I feel like it schedule. Um, a couple of podcasts I've listened to have done that, and in almost every case, it was a code for, I'm tired of doing this, so I'm just going to quit without admitting it. I hope that isn't true for Geekscape. Maybe release at least one podcast a month to let us know you're still interested. Thanks for the hundreds of hours of great content. Best of luck, Javi. Um, 
as you guys can tell, no, I can't do once a month podcasting. I, I try and do podcasting as much as I, I can because I just love talking to people and I love the feedback from you guys. And this is something I'm invested in. Um, so once a month, it wouldn't cut it. I want to do Geekscape as much as I can. Uh, so as long as I keep having great guests, keep having an audience like you guys who are vocal and awesome, I'm going to do Geekscape as much as I, as I want. Until my wife leaves me, basically, I'm going to do Geekscape as much as I can. Um, so Javi, uh, awesome email. Thank you. And again, if you guys want to email me, it's jonathangeekscape.net. Um, here's another one. Hi, Jonathan. I just finished listening to Geekscape 251, and I wanted to write in to say how much I enjoyed the episode. It was fascinating hearing Jamal's story, and it inspired me to look into his book. I also went, in, went to his and his son's website. Uh, good on you for eschewing typical geek banter and focusing on a unique, powerful, and inspiring guest and story. If you guys remember a couple episodes ago, we had my uh, old teacher, Jamal Joseph, who was a Black Panther during the 60s, 70s. On the show, yeah, incredible stories. It, that that was an intense episode that I've heard a lot of great feedback from. So, go back, listen to it if you skipped it. If you skipped it because you were like, "Hey, this guy doesn't have to do with movies and video games and comics," you skipped a great episode. So definitely go back and discover that episode. Um, and he goes on. I've listened to every episode of Geekscape. I've loved to company uh, company you and your friends and to the movies, video game shops, and comic book stores. But this new batch of episodes, this new spin, is more memorable and more inspiring than what DC is up to that week, or whatever forgettable movie is hitting multiplexes. Now, that being said, I do love the geek stuff, and I fully expect you to continue along that path, but I wanted to chime in and say how much I'm enjoying the new direction. My only criticism is that you're putting them out so fast, they're sinking deeper and deeper into my backlog. Sorry about that. <laughs> Once a week, uh, I can manage, but two, three, four times a week, it means a lot. Uh, it means I listen to them late. But as they say, like a good comic book on a deadline, once you're reading it, you won't care when it comes out. And you'll care about it as long as it's good. And your stuff is good regardless of when I listen to it. One last thing. Uh, you know what? Just to address that, I think I addressed it in my last email. I'm, I'm going to make these as much as I want. So I don't care if you guys listen to them late. I love that. It's fine. Listen to them, listen to them years later. It's fine. Uh, I think with these interview ones, we can make them evergreen, you know? Uh, if if they're like today's episode, we, we we're going to talk about a film contest that my guests are in. Um, I'm going to have to put that up on the website too. So if you guys don't listen to that on time, at least on the website, you guys can see it before it's too late and you guys pass the deadline. Okay. Uh, if it's important, if it's like time sensitive, I'll put it up on the site too. Um, one last thing. Now that I'm writing in, I figured I'd ask you about something that's puzzled me for years. What exactly are the lyrics to the Geekscape theme song? I like it. I hope it sticks around. I look forward to hearing it each time. But even after all these years, I'm still not sure what's being said. Okay. The Geekscape theme song was written to a, for us by the, our friends in Punchline. Definitely go check out their new EP. Uh, this, is what, <laughs> this is what the writer Philip thinks that they said. He thinks it goes, comics, movies, video games, Jonathan will guide you. Uh, that, that part is true. That's what it says. Previews, previews. No, it says previews, reviews. And you think it says, for it's a hill, a pile of pee. <laughs> I think what it, what it actually says, it says, uh, reviews, previews, say hey to Pirate Pete. You guys remember early on our character Pirate Pete? That's what it says, say hey to Pirate Pete. Um, listen, him ha, to the Geekscape Moo Moo May. No, it says, escape to the Geekscape Leave the world behind. You got that right. 
um, all your friends are waiting. Yeah, you got that right. And then it says wah 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 Geekscape, and it, and it does that. And he goes, and now here's Jonathan to start the school the, the show, and that's what it says. And then you say you think that that little blurb at the end where it goes says asshole radical. <laughs> it doesn't say asshole radical. It says I think it says totally radical. But I, I <laughs> but I'm totally done with asshole radical. <laughs> when I read this email fast, I thought it said asshole racist, <laughs> which I would have been cool with too. <laughs> Um, please do shine some light on the mystery. I think the mystery has been solved. Unless, of course, it's a mystery on purpose and there's actually some sort of hidden code in the lyrics that once solved will lead a lucky listener to a Willy Wonka-like adventure that will end with them meeting an aged Jonathan who will bequeath unto them ownership of the vast Geekscape empire. In which case, I guess I don't need to know. Uh, yeah, nobody wants to get stuck with this shit. Uh, things keep up the good work, and a few years from now, uh, when you're releasing your first feature, you can count on my ten bucks. Uh, regards, Philip... Vujovic. Did I pronounce your name right, Philip? Uh, I hope so. Uh, anyway, thanks for the email, dude. Um, if you guys want to follow Geekscape, just go to Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Search for Geekscape. We got accounts. And I'm at Jonathan Lennon on Twitter. Um, and of course, email me, Jonathan at Geekscape.net. All right. <laughs> Here's that theme song. Now you guys can sing along. Here's the episode, too. Especially if you guys have been playing Rockstar Games as Red Dead Redemption. It's the game that is probably one of my favorite games. Uh, it's one of the only games that I've ever 100%ed. Um, it's actually the only game that I've ever 100%ed. So then uh, that would make it your favorite game. That, you know what? It, it's definitely the game that I wanted to play the most. I mean, the, just say it's your favorite game. Yeah, just do, us a, do us a favor and just, say, just endorse the damn thing. Say it's my favorite. Oh. Do it! <laughs> uh, I want you guys to get to know him. Kay Harrison Sweeney and uh, Steve Palmer, two of the voice actors from Red Dead Redemption. But when I call you guys voice actors, that's really not what you guys did because it was a bit more intensive than just voice acting, wasn't it? It was severely intensive. We had, <laughs> they put us in dresses, man. Very. It was well, well, it was really degraded. Like they would shove broom handles up our rear end. <laughs> 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 Now, they would. Now you know they actually. Now you know why the actor from Grand, uh, Grand Theft Auto Four uh, complained about the, about the work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I all of a sudden took his side. I thought yeah. the guy just signed a contract and uh, was a little pissed off about it after the fact that the game did well. But no, if they're just showing broom handles up his ass, treating like a Haitian immigrant. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Uh, who did you guys play in the game? I played a few characters. My main character that I played was Mr. Irish. How that one sound? <laughs> I woke up between a pair of tits, and it seemed rude not to get reacquainted with him. <laughs> you were the character that started the shitstorm. Yeah, like the, yes. the whole shitstorm was that that character not only was sounded like a, a, an intense Irish person, but uh, was also an alcoholic. 
which is not, which, which was pushing uh, fairly racist stereotypes upon the Irish people. Yeah, I, I, I get a lot of that. I mean, I'm I'm somewhat used to that now. Like I've got on my YouTube page like my Foster's beer commercials and stuff, and I'll have tons of Australians throwing hate on me. Oh, really? Yeah, like we don't sound like that at all. I was like, yeah, you do. Block. <laughs> <laughs> Like, where, where, where did you wake up that, like, you sh- it would be a good idea to start dialogue with a guy's site by telling him that his stuff sucks? Yes. You're you know? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, so yeah. I, this is not my first time being accused of racial stereotypes. That's pretty fucking funny. Uh, I mean, were you surprised at all, though, when it came out that just how loud it was, the, uh, the, the, the call to arms against this character for this game? I was, I, I'll, I would laugh quite regularly, particularly in the New York sessions, right. uh, which was the studio stuff, where it is just like, you know, we are the world, you've got your little thing in front of you, and, and uh, instead of the mocap, but there were times where the stuff that they had written for me was so funny that I would, I would, la- I would, I would be like, and I need a second, guys. I'm, I'm still laughing too hard. Right. You know, like, uh, uh, they'll be more surprised than a slut dog with a first porcupine. I was like, what? <laughs> Where did that eat? Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> so, so much, like, they found so many, they wrote so many things to br- talk about alcohol, you know, right. that I was, I was completely amazed. I was like, wow, you're just relentless with this. <laughs> I love it. Let's do it. Let's keep it. Give me some more. Yeah, you know, people get pissed. People get pissed. Yeah, you know, um, but that, but that wasn't the only character stereotype that you played, was it? No, no. I also <laughs> did. Uh, I played a Mexican colonel. Uh, uh, so if, if the Mexican colonel, uh, I don't. No, it, it wasn't like Escobar or whatever, but it was just like. I had a yeah, few lines in one. Per- yeah, it was like, "See your Marston. Thank you very much for your help in the revolution." Eh? And <laughs> Rob. Of Italian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure I was spot on for the day of. All right, yeah, this yes, is an yes. interview. I'm going to tweak it a little bit, but uh, <laughs> <coughs> yeah. So and and then uh, you know like yeah, the, nobody got pissed about that. You know, yeah, nobody, nobody. I haven't gotten any hate mail from the Mexicans. <laughs> All the Mexicans are like, "Yeah, that's exactly." Uh. <laughs> My grandfather, you played him to a T. <laughs> yeah. All of us are Mexican revolutionaries, so yeah. Mister Case Winnie, you brought honor to our family. <laughs> <laughs> You have yeah. told my family's struggle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, the Irish hate me and uh, the Mexicans love me. Te adoro, señor Sweeney. What about you, Mr. Palmer? Who would you play the, in the show? Uh, I voiced... In the big show. In the, the, big, in the big, big show. I voiced uh, Bill Williamson, who you spend most of the game trying to, to, to get. Kill. Yes. Which is fucked up, like, because... In every scene that he shows up, you could literally just shoot him with a rifle. You could. You could, you could say, we could end just, this yeah, now. Just, and, and he doesn't shoot him with a rifle. And if all he cares about is actually shooting the guy. He tried in the, in, in the first mission. Okay. He tried. And, and Bill's henchman uh, clipped him. So That's he right. tried it the first time. Left him in the dirt. He left him in the dirt. Um, I didn't kill you before, but I sure as shit will now. What was it with it? Was it just like a? Uh, so it wasn't just a voiceover side. In New York, you were doing like what voice cleanup or something like that. Uh, the the New York stuff were like you know when you're riding on your horse, mm-hmm. 
-hmm. and and you know I'm we they never actually recorded us riding right. on right. horses, but right. so all of all the the gameplay kind of stuff, the little like one liners and stuff that they just added on, that was like strict studio stuff. Okay. But otherwise, yeah, it was all uh, flat open studio with a with grids taped out and uh -huh. uh, motion sensors. Motion detectors. Well, how do they lining. do stuff like the horse, sort of like if you're on a platform or something like that? Um, well, like, you know, say the stagecoach, you know, like um, I, I remember seeing uh, none of my stuff was really on, except for the, the raft scene. Right. And that was a badass mission. Yeah, that's really fun mission. Were awesome. But but the, the, the stuff on the raft, because I'm pretty much just dunk, right. ducking the whole right. time, that was all done in New York because that's just me throwing out lines as you're shooting people. Okay. But, like, the in-between the story stuff that, you know, we actually did in, in Santa Monica and I'm walking around on the raft, or, you know, like the horses. <laughs> they have two empty oil drums uh, set up on two-by-fours for their legs and stuff. And so I would see these and I was like, oh, well, if you're going to give me this, I'm going to play with its balls. And because <laughs> of how organic everything was and everybody, you know, feeding the process and stuff, the cameraman was like, oh, can you do that again? I want to see what, want to see how the, you know, the steady cam moves. And they put it in. Yeah. Mm. I'm like, okay, yeah. use it, write so, it in, so claim it as yours. the moves that you see in the game, some of those camera moves were on the day. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's really awesome. That's awesome. So it's not like they just capture everything and then put the cameras in later. Some of the camera moves, I guess they, because the, the production, the expediency of the production, they're like, okay, well, some of those camera moves we'll live with because they're that good. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, aside from Rockstar being as fun as they are to work with, just as yeah. people, just as human beings, you know, just right. who are hip and with it and fun to, to jive with, uh, that was the thing. was like I grew up, uh, most of my theatrical education and training was theater in the round, all the way from high school, you know, acting uh, to yeah, a full audience. On all, yeah, sorry. on all sides. So it was, for me, getting... Yeah. yeah. Welcome to Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one, two men enter, one man leave. Um, Raggedy man. <laughs> <laughs> You're not king of Bardic Town. <laughs> and uh, uh, but but you know it, so I got it, for me I got back to my roots. You know I loved it. It was the the primal stuff for me. And they encouraged that. Like, if I were to, you know, they kept a lot of my riffs. And it, it, not just the lines, but, you know, seeing something in a wall and then going over there. Or, you know, walking in front of the marshal and then he pushes me away with his gun when we're all up on that hill before we, we raid Fort Mercer and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So, and then, you know, it, it becomes very much like the whole purpose of acting is not acting, but like reacting. Yeah, you take something yeah. that you're and given. you actually have actors and you're with you that you're reacting with. Yeah. yeah. It was like, for me, uh, most of my scenes uh, with Bill Williamson is he's always on a higher precipice than John Marston. Uh, and I think there's something symbolic in that. But when we, we filmed it, they, like the first scene where we're at Four person. Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, my mic is going a little limp. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, there testing, go. testing. Here we're good. Uh, so, <laughs> what the well, the cool thing is, like when we uh, shot the scene, uh, which is the beginning scene, and uh, I'm on top of Fort Mercer. They built uh, this 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 higher precipice uh, where uh, me and, and and the two other guy, my henchmen, climbed up with the guns, mm -hmm. and uh, I, I was. I was actually looking down at, at actor Rob Weedoff, who, who played John, and uh, it, it, was, it was just very organic. It was just like you go through the motions. We had guns in our hand that were real 
uh, guns that had the motion. They were kept... real prop guns. Yes. They were real prop guns. It was like, here's a broom. Yeah, no, no, no. no. It was, they, they would give yeah. you... Uh, the, the leads, like, you know, yeah. when when there were scenes where there's a lot of us, then, yeah, some of us would have broomsticks, you know, filling in for villagers, yeah. like, I say we hang them now! Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. But for the most part, the leads, like, all got the... the re- like, Rob always had his six shooters on yeah. his sides. You know, and we... Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. It, they, it, they, they would give him the holster. Yeah. They would put motion so, capture and, balls on the holster it, to make it that When you thought that you couldn't look any more ridiculous in a motion capture <laughs> suit with a bunch of balls all on you, then you've also got that suit tucked into your cowboy boots uh-huh. and you've got like, you know, holsters yeah. and then a battery, like a fanny pack with a whole battery assembly leading to like your helmet and stuff. And, and they do the facial. They do the facial at the same time? Yeah, because yeah. the on the helmet, that's where there's a camera that's extended out in front of your face. Okay, so your facial expressions are getting captured as you're doing all this. Yeah. So even though it doesn't look like you in the game, it is absolutely your facial expressions. Oh, yeah, no, they, they got those down to a T. They were, it, it's like this little bar that has a little mini camera with two lights uh-huh. going across your, your, your face, almost like one of those like 80s head things with the braces. Right. You know? Yeah. And, and uh, looking across, because uh, like, it was like one side, very black box here, and they would have the monitors up that was picking up. So sometimes you'd be seeing, and you could look this way if your eye caught, and you could see the, like, you could, the result. Yeah. So it yeah, was, they would. They had like eight monitors stacked on top of each other, so you could see your face right next to Rob's face, right next to Steve's face, and it's it's yeah. really disorienting because you're already seeing almost like Total Recall your digital skeleton, all of the balls uh-huh. up yeah. on the the screen where it shows all of your characters interacting together. That's harder than theater. Yeah, Is it, I mean it's but harder. It's, yeah. it's more. It's it's it's, it's, it's a lot more fun. Yeah, that's not a stab against theater. Right, right. It's right. just more. It's like all this stuff's going on. Like this toy. Oh, this is a new toy. Your imagination. And, yeah, I mean, you guys shape it yourselves. Yeah, like yeah. you know, I I'm easily a 200 pound guy in that game. In my mind, I'm 150 pounds, and I'm rather a lot. Yes, 150 <laughs> yes. pounds of alcohol. You have buoyancy. Yeah, I'm 750 milliliters to the nth degree. And so, so video game acting, especially for like Rockstar, like this is shit you guys love to do. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I grew up on Mel Blanc, you know, and, and Looney Who's Tunes. That? He did all of the voices for, you know, like yeah, what's up, Doc? Oh, oh. I thought I saw a putty and pad. And he was the Lincoln. original. Right. He was the original Barney Rubble on Flintstones. Oh right, that's right. Forget that. <laughs> hey, Fred. That's you, right. What, what would you do? You just sit in front of the TV all day and like make sounds as like a kid or like what? I, yeah, yeah, I had, I had nothing yeah. better to do. You yeah, do? my yeah. you know my mom would be at work. My two sisters would be at school. So I my I was babysat by the Beverly Hillbillies. Um, my dream of Genie, Gilligan's Island, Transformers, GI Joe, and Looney Tunes. Uh-huh. And yeah. mine was uh, uh, Transformers, GI Joe, He Man, and uh, and the Muppets. No, I, right, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, the yeah. Muppets, yeah. I would go around with Why do we always come here? I guess we'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like some type of torture <laughs> to have to watch the show. show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, 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 was this your first video game that you guys had done? Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was my first. Now, how did you guys get the, the gig for, like, actors out there? Uh, my agent called the... Uh, at my first, agent at called. First were you like, yeah, what the fuck? I don't want a video game. I want like, you know what I mean? Oh no, no! I was like, I was just having my agents calling me for an audition. It's like, yeah, let's go. So, no, I, I'm excited for any type of acting work whatsoever. Um, I didn't. I mean, too. it was a great experience. I didn't know too much about it because it was um, they were trying. Rockstar 
and completely understandable trying to keep something like that a secret. Right. And uh, I was, you know, it was for, all I knew was for some untitled video game. I said, Great. I didn't even know that much. I didn't even know it was for motion capture for a video game. Right. Um, I knew that they were looking for Westerners. Uh, actually, my particular call was for um, authentic Irishmen, not Americans who can do Irish accents. <laughs> and uh, someone who will bring a shitstorm down. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and so all I'll audition, you know, of course, like I audition like that all the time. If I know that ahead of time that it's uh, going to be, they're going to ask for a dialect or an accent. You know, I'll go in there and I'll be like, "Hi, my name, my name's Kay Harrison, sweetie. Where, oh, you're Irish, are you? Absolutely, I am." Where are you from? Uh, by uh, Ballycastle, up by uh, Giant's Causeway there, up in Northern Ireland. Oh, great, great. You know, as long as I know enough, I can bullshit my way around it. Right, right. Uh, at least, you know, up until now, really, when I was somewhat obscure and everything. I mean, the, the, yeah. when they were, I was auditioning for the Foster's commercials, they'd be like, wait, so... Those Foster's... Be- oh, that's yeah. A, okay. Yeah, they would be like, so are you actually from Australia? I like, absolutely, I'm from Perth. Would you like to hear the national anthem? No, oh, no, geez. no, no, that's gay. Uh, but Because uh, if they would have called me on that, I would have been fucked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you just start making up the but, Yeah, so. <laughs> um, would you guys be up for doing like another, I mean, you guys would want to rock, do Rockstar again. Absolutely. Like they, Rockstar again. they were, that was one of the most professional, fun, great, acting experiences I've ever had. They're a top-notch company. I, I have nothing but high regards for them. It was a, it was a, a huge, a lovely experience. It was and it's because of this experience that we've all stayed in touch afterwards and are working on this, this next project. Yeah, what happened? Like, you guys all became friends with each other. Right? Mm-hmm. We did, yeah. Like Lord of the Rings. Did you guys get tattoos and shit? I haven't. We all shaved the little patch of our pubic hair and have yeah. a little we lawnmower guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We it's, made it's a little a silhouette of John, we, like car, like a skinning. A we skunk. made a little we pie that. that we ate. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, yeah, did you guys just? Did you guys like walk out of there, friends, or did you guys reconnect, or what? Um. I think some of us walked out as... I didn't even have any scenes with him. He called me up like maybe a year later. Were you creeped out by that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, because I had had become... I was, yeah. Yeah, I I was like, who is this that's claiming to be... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, looking back, I should have done some kind of background check on you. Yeah. Uh, he, he but wishes Brad that now. Carter, it's too late. Brad Carter and and Rob Weedoff, I had seen a few times afterwards, and we exchanged numbers. And had even you know, Brad and I had done like a haunted hayride together. We saw each other after a bunch of time. We were like, "Oh God, how you been, man?" And exchanged numbers, and then we were doing stand up together at the the comedy store and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rob and I, we just would you know, he's. From Indiana, he's an Indiana boy. I'm a Wyoming boy. We would just that's the dude who played John Morrison. Yeah, Rob. Okay. And we would just end up hanging out and drinking a lot. And we ended up hanging around so much that I started tailoring this this character of my brother for Rob. And then he got a hold of me. I got a hold. I had a, a friend. You had a project. No, oh, I. No, what happened was Rob Stark's not calling. Before before I knew about uh, from the trailer to the grave, I got in contact because. I had gotten. I was in contact uh, 
through email with with Rob, and I was uh, had a friend in Ireland who I was collecting uh, wanted to sign. Do you think this is racist? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Could be. No, I had a friend in Ireland who wanted to sign copy of the game, so I was in contact with Rob, and, and he signed it. Uh, and then he was like, "Well, do you know? Do you know Harrison?" I, was, I actually never worked with Harrison, and he's like, "Well, I'm sure." Here's his numbers. Give him a call. He sure to meet up. We met up in Santa Monica for lunch. He signed a copy of the of the game that I sent to a friend, and from that we 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 connected as uh, we connected as friends and and it stayed in touch ever since. Okay, so the project you guys are talking about is this movie that you wrote, yeah, Harrison, uh, called from the from the trailer, trailer to from the, the grave. Tra- and this is like a zombie movie, right? Nope, it's a redneck zombie romantic comedy. Red Zom rom com. How is that not a zombie movie? <laughs> it's a Red Zom rom com. So what is? Okay, wait. It's a it's a redneck romantic redneck zombie, zombie romantic comedy. It's it's how it rolls Red off Zom the list. Red Zom rom com. Okay, yeah. so it's a really easy term with roller derby. Yes. Okay, like no musical numbers or any shit like this. Like, like is there anything else you guys can shoehorn into this movie? <laughs> uh, we do have quite a few leprechauns. And st- no. It's just, <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, like, racist yeah. Irish stereotypes. <laughs> you, you brought that upon yourself. You, you read that email, and yeah, I did read that was your. Listen, yeah. you wrote the song. I whatever's going on yeah, in that. Philip Joy, boy, wherever you're listening, from, I'm not a racist asshole. <laughs> he didn't even type that. What did he type? He thought. Asshole racist. Asshole radical. There's a. There's nothing radical about me, so it must be a racist. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, 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 so what? What? What is the script about? Uh, the, the script that takes place. It's it's rather contemporary. It's like eight months into the future. Okay. Uh, and once the virus. What did has... you guys shoot this in eight months? What's that? <laughs> I was like, what did you shoot it in eight months? Then you got to like make it. Yeah. yeah. Actually, we're <laughs> we are we're shooting it in like six months. You guys are so you yeah. guys are, are planning on shooting this movie in six months. Yeah, but whatever you guys need more funding, right? No, you guys are you guys going to shoot it regardless, but more funding will help. Yeah, yeah, like, every little bit helps. helps. Like right. right now, we've got this. We're uh, we've got a short film in the Wyoming Short Film Contest. Okay, that uh, there's twenty five thousand dollars up for grabs. For okay, that. so we've been putting putting teasers up there, and we'll launch Undead Lovers, which is. Based on the dream sequence from the feature film, from the trailer to the grave, it's set in a, a zombie brothel, because within the context of the film, uh, the two main characters, uh, my character, Sam Murray, who's a former preacher, and uh, Rob's character, Jackson Murray, or the Murray brothers, okay. um, we, um, we catch zombies and bring them in from out of state because there's a wall surrounding Wyoming. The, um, Within the context of the film, okay. once it started coming on the news, like in Russia and Indonesia, that yeah. all of these outbreaks were happening, Wyomingites were like, "Well, we've seen enough movies. Uh, we we should build a wall around the state. <laughs> we've got time. It right. takes it takes two hours to get here from anywhere else, here. and that's yeah. if you're in a car. Yeah, right. if you're a mindless, staggering thing, we've got time to build a wall. Okay, so everybody in Wyoming kind of pit, like pitches in and builds a wall. Yeah, and so that so so. How long after the zombie apocalypse has happened? Like a year or two? No, no, like, it's like eight months. Like eight months after the apocalypse has happened, the wall is built, uh-huh. and there's still these dudes like you yeah. who go out and get zombies and bring them Yeah, because there's, uh, like, it, and, and it's really kind of weird because we, uh, as a publicity stunt, I held a zombie rights protest. Wait, is this in the movie? or At the Capitol, no. No, in, in real it's, life. Yeah, I, I extrapolate things from my films and then do them in real life. Okay, so, so like one of the life. teasers is a campaign ad 
that if we were to put it in the film, it, it doesn't exist in the film, but I wanted some kind of teaser right. for the film. So I made that up. And I used the footage from the zombie rights protest at the Capitol in that teaser. Well, a week after we did that, that was Valentine's that we did that Valentine's protest. Valentine's this year? Yeah. Okay, so Valentine's of this year, to kind of create some kind of like promotion for the movie, for the short, you filmed, a, and to put it in the short, you filmed a, a zombie rights protest outside of like what city hall or something? no the state capitol state building capitol. we got permission from the state capitol because there's an occupy cheyenne movement and stuff okay. and they were kicked out and arrested and all that jazz we got uh, permission from the state <laughs> to have zombie rights protests i actually was writing this out yeah yeah people yell at me to get a day job i'm like why this is so much more fun <laughs> I had uh, I had representatives coming to me, uh, specifically like come up to me and shake my hand and say thank you for allowing me to be alive in a time where a Senate session was broken up so that they could make an make an announcement saying please beware there are zombie rights protesters on the front lawn. <laughs> 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 like our governor walked by and at first was like why are people always protesting why is it and then he walked back from lunch and saw what the sign said like. Undead, not unlovable. I show mommy how the worms eat. You know, labor right for labor rights for kids, unkids, and stuff like that. And uh, and and lo and behold, a week later, a, a friend of mine who lives in England posted on my page. He tagged me in a, a Facebook post saying that Wyoming. He brought it to my attention from England that Wyoming had just passed a doomsday bill. What? saying that when, if something were to happen, economic collapse altogether or, or just complete apocalypse, that Wyoming is now setting up uh, an, an oh shit bill situation where yeah. we're storing up stuff, we're you know, acquiring gold, we're you know, figuring it's out because, our own currency. It's, this, it's not because, no, there, this bill had to have been like written, but yeah. uh, it, it really back. feeds like, like what, yeah, I know. I'm like, this is the bill that I'm talking about in my film. You know? yeah, <laughs> like, it's fucking awesome. So, so this film, is, these two brothers, why are they bringing zombies into a state that built a wall? Oh. Because they, there's no zombie. It's a relative utopia. We've got our own yeah. ranch lands, farmlands, geothermal energy, petroleum, coal. Why would you ruin it by getting zombies? Like, why would you bring zombies in there? Because we trained them to be target practice, okay. carnival entertainment, zombie brothels, right. stuff okay. like that. And so, and so, but it's a romantic comedy. What's, what's, what's romantic? My brother, uh, his character, uh, is divorced, recently divorced with his wife because of the whole situation. She was, yeah, she was like, I don't want any, I don't want any part of this, you know, people training these zombies and stuff like that. And he ends up lying to her because, you know, he's a rodeo guy. And once the apocalypse happens, there's no rodeo circuit. What are you going to do? Zombie circuit. Yeah. So it's a little bit like this uh, real steel. Where the dude fucking trains robots and shit, like fights them, but but it's not as goofy as what I, yeah. What I wanna, this you know what I mean. Like, people would want to see this, yeah, more you than just I mean? like, kids. Steel is for kids, but this is like, but the same concept, right? Like this dude is like, like he doesn't know any other way. Yeah, he doesn't know any other way. He's a rodeo guy, but yeah. there's, there's no rodeo because there's not enough people anymore, and you can't tour outside of the state. So, zombie shows. Yeah, got it. Got and it. We got our backdrop. Exactly. We got our backdrop. Yeah. She's like, it's too dangerous, we would do life, da 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 It's not that it's too dangerous, she just d- disagrees with it uh, morally. You know, what, what if this was somebody's little boy? You know, what yeah, if this? Yeah, what yeah. was your? What if it was your mom? Yeah, this is still a person. Yeah, or yeah, was. yeah, exactly. Okay, and so and so, 
they have to get back together or what in the movie? I don't want to ruin it. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. Talking yeah. The whole fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm, uh, but I'm spoilers. I'm uh, well, yeah, of that's, you are. that's the of thing. Of course you're interested. We've got <laughs> articles written on us all the way from, you know, Kotaku's been doing stuff on this right. from Australia, the Gaming Liberty in Ireland. Like, I was talking, uh, I was Facebook chatting at like four in the morning uh, with some guy in Amsterdam. Me. Steve always Facebook chats me. Hey, what are you doing right now? Steve, I'm usually like naked. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, yeah, I probably because Bregas as Harrison said the other day, Steve, you have you have more time on your hands, and I just wanna. I am a racist. I don't know, <laughs> or or a radical. Escapist. We've been trying to do this since like September, October. Uh, and, and, and Steven, uh, just, like, shit has just happened, like, come up. And I think that this is really the perfect time to have uh, Harrison and Steve on the show because this is the thing. Uh, they're going to make this movie in six months, but, you know, with an independent film, they can use all the help they can get. And uh, right now, the Wyoming Short Film Contest is about to start up, and Harrison submitted a couple uh, promos for it, but then he's got this short that he's about to put on there called Undead Lovers. And that's the one you guys have to vote for. Like, like even though it's a Wyoming <laughs> short film contest, like people from all over can vote, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. what's going to happen? What date? What's the date that voting is going to open up on this? April fifth. So, like on April fifth, and we're going to remind you on April fifth, um, Undead Lovers is going to be up for votes on the Wyoming uh, short film contest website. It's literally WyomingShortFilmContest.com, and if they win, they get twenty five thousand extra dollars that they can put towards this movie. Okay, so from the trailer to the grave. Uh, do it even if, if even if you're just a Red Dead Redemption fan and you're like, oh man, that shit that this dude just said about that whole fucking zombie rodeo and stuff like that. Like, I don't, I, I, trust me, all right. It's I went to see a premiere this past weekend. I want to tell you guys this because I thought this movie couldn't have been fucking any dumber. All right, I saw a trailer for a movie, and to let you guys know how dumb this movie was probably going to be. Um, our very own Sandstone, who hangs out on the forums and like bought like the box set of the Transformers movies and bought like the fucking Troy box set, who probably has the shittiest taste in movies ever. Um, this guy sent me a trailer and goes, "Hey, have you heard of this movie called the FP?" And I go, "FP? What is this?" And I saw this movie. And it's basically Mad Max with rival gangs in the way that the gangs decide the fate, uh, decide who wins, this and that, is through Dance Dance Revolution. Go in YouTube, the FP. I went to this. I had to find out about this movie after I saw this trailer. I was like, man, this movie's gonna be so bad because this is the, this idea is so dumb. I went to the premiere of this thing on Saturday night here in LA. The actors were there. I went with Joe Starr, one of our writers, and I thought this movie was gonna be twenty minutes of a funny joke and an hour and a half of pain while that funny joke just got. Like rocked for for an hour, you know what I mean? Like you've seen these kind of movies, right? I gotta tell you, the FP is the best movie I've seen in 2012. It is my favorite movie of 2012 so far. Two uh, two months in, I love this movie. I think it's hilarious. We're definitely gonna promote it more on the website. But if I had just heard the idea and dropped it there, I'd have been the biggest asshole because I love this movie. So if you guys just heard what Harrison's saying and you're like. Zombie Rody, what the, the fuck a wall? Man. Right, and if you guys, if you guys, if you guys <laughs> fucking bail there, you, got, you guys are you are the assholes. You are the racist assholes. Right, the yeah. radicals. You are the radicals. Boo! But so, for shame. So when this Wyoming thing happens, when this Wyoming short film contest, I want you guys to vote for this thing and get them their twenty-five grand. So at least those zombies look legit. You know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and at least that, I mean, 
Pancake batter zombie. Yeah. I watched this this movie the other day because right now we're, you know, in meetings with different production companies who are wanting to do this. And the like one of the first people to come up to me, I was looking up one of his films on Netflix, Zombie Wars. And with, within the first like two minutes, already we were like, uh, no. I don't care how much we're going to buy in. It's got to be legit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we sit through, like, 50 minutes of boredom each week on The Walking Dead for that, like, five minutes of really kick-ass zombie shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we will the continue... The touchy-feely we'll stuff. We will continue to watch this Walking Dead for, like, that one scene where, like, the dude got his nose ripped off was, like, still screaming with, like, his face getting eaten. Yeah. And we're like, oh, that shit was cool. And then we'll sit through, like, Lori. You know what I'm saying? Well, and, you know, we're, we're pretty close to the point, too, where because Rockstar's people are following us enough... Yeah. That even in addition to the you know voting for the Wyoming short film competition, we've got a counter on our website mm-hmm. now. So to sh- be able to show that these numbers with numbers that this is that you know we've got something going on, and we've got a lot of cool people lined up for the film, which is awesome. For what? In addition, to, yeah. In addition to the Red Dead people that we've got, Brad Carter, Anthony Delanges, who played you know Deputy uh, Jonah and Marshall Johnson, and then Steve and Rob and myself. Um, I'm buddies with Jim Turner, who who that boy? Exactly. I grew up on him. He's one of the reasons why I wanted to be an actor. What I, you uh, he played Randy of the Redwoods on MTV back in, when MTV was first on the air. Back when they actually played music. Yeah, yeah so. guys, I don't know. I don't remember that. I'm sorry. He played. Uh, he also played uh, Kirby Carlisle on HBO's Arliss. Okay, I never watched Arliss. Okay. I didn't get no HBO, but I know what that is. He was the idiot blonde, his, like his idiot blonde best friend. Okay, yeah. He's been in a lot of stuff. Now you love this dude. Yeah. And he's going to be a cool guy. Yeah. And, yeah. And, what about Harrison uh, Ford? Doesn't he live in Montana or some shit? He lives in Jackson. Wyoming. Oh, get him to be in it. Like a lot of these Hollywood types are in there. Call there's him up. there's like, only hey, room for one Harrison in my film. Yes. You're right. Fuck <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, and then Ken Hudson Campbell, who I, I've done, I met through Jim Turner and have done a few shows with now. Uh, he's um, the Santa Claus in Home Alone, mm-hmm. uh, the first guy that Bill Murray w- walks into every day in Groundhog oh, the, Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He's been an ass load of stuff. He recognizes voice all the time, so I make him like a radio announcer. And Herman's head. Yeah, and Herman's head. He oh, played. Yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was. He was the animal. He was. He was the big. Uh, big guy. Big he's guy a, with the back uh, backwards baseball cap and Herman's so, head. He's been in Armageddon. Yeah. So Harrison, listen. If, if like if some big ass actor comes in, like a Billy Bob Thornton, who would fit the part, right? Like Billy Bob Thornton's like a like you know he can play redneck, zombie wrangler guy. If he came in and he goes, I want the part, but I want to play. I'm gonna play like the, I'm gonna play the test the bond of the Red Dead Redemption voice uh, game. If he, if he came in and goes, I want I want to be in your movie, but I want Steve's part. I'll be ha- I'll be you'll see me at the craft service table <laughs> setting up the granola. <laughs> Don't say it that quickly, man. Tell him no, like no. say where, well show me the money, you know. Um, but the t- Steve, t- Steve is a trooper. No, I mean that's, well, that's what this. I mean, because you know I mean? like, well, what if it wanted Rob's part? Like, what if Billy Bob wanted Rob's it, part? No, it's it's not going to happen because like that's why I wrote this thing. It's, yeah. it's 
it's hard enough to get by in this industry when, like, you know, you're auditioning and the casting directors only think in terms of stereotypes and you yeah, can only yeah. do... I, my my okay, commercial... So fuck, yeah, fuck stereotypes. Denzel Washington comes in and he goes, I want to be in the film. He says it like that. Well, that's the problem. Denzel Washington, that's the thing. There's no, there's no Jewish people. There's no black people in this. Are you sure? Not in Wyoming. Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? That's a Corey Roberts impersonation of Denzel Washington. Now, Bill Murray, if Bill Murray says to me that he wants to take over anybody's role, if Nicholson comes up to me and says, hey, I heard you got yourself a nice little redneck zombie romantic comedy. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. And then the he's face you do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I said, if Bill Murray or Jack Nicholson want my part, you will find me setting up the granola at the craft service. <laughs> what about Dane Cook? Fuck Dane Cook. Fuck you. Dane Cook. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> were you guys there? Like, you don't remember the comedy store or whatever? The, uh, I think he just had like a meltdown like a a month or two ago where he, where he went in to do like a drop in and he ended up taking over the entire night and writing up with like so he had a bunch of bullshit I don't know I mean you could you no, I hadn't heard it. about that yeah it happened like three weeks ago really yeah I think hmm. kind of had like one of those meltdowns at the comic. just don't perform at the uh, Laugh Factory you're gonna have a meltdown if you're yeah. a celebrity <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's, I, I that's, just... where that's where you're gonna be racist that's where you're gonna be saying a bunch of shit about whores um <laughs> So guys, you guys are definitely shooting this thing in six months. Yeah, uh, third week Hell of water, we right? we start third week of August, uh-huh. and then it's going to be a seven week shoot. Seven weeks. Yeah. Why? Why so long? Usually, like an indie an indie movie, like you try and shoot that thing in like three four weeks. Because we're actually we've like got you know money to be comfortable. Right, now. We right, don't have right. to put people up in like roach motels and, right. and stuff like that. You don't have to like just hard five day it. weeks instead of six day weeks. Oh really? Yeah. Wow, why not a six-day week just to get it in the can? Because I want these people who've never really come to Wyoming before to feel like they're on a vacation. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's going to be a fun shoot, man. Yeah. yeah. That'll be nice. Yeah. So. Okay. So you get two days to like just chill, talk about the script, and then, all right, back to work. Yeah. So yeah. I won't even feel like making a movie. Except for the cameras. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you guys got all your all five, all your friends. How many people from the original cast are you going to put in this movie? Two derby dames for every guy. What does that mean? From Red Dead Redemption, yes. how, how many oh. people are going to be in this movie? Uh, five, five at five. this point. Okay. But I've also written outlines for two sequels, From the Highway to the Grave and From the Geyser to the Grave. Okay. Holy shit, dude, you guys are for real with this. Yeah, so this we, is... We yeah, well, no, this is the whole... <laughs> this is my <laughs> we empire. Gotta make, we got to make this thing happen. Like, literally, like, if it, uh, you guys have to vote in this Wyoming short film contest because, I mean, you, you already heard this motherfucker is going to make this shoot... This, like, just shoot pretty cush. Like, Her- Harrison, <laughs> Harrison... Let's make it cushier. Harrison is a very creative writer. He's uh-huh. got a great concept. And one of the coolest things about this film... It's your way of saying I go gay in the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the coolest so thing... beautiful. The what? coolest thing about this... Watch it. That monologue just got a little shorter. Uh, <laughs> I'll be going to uh, the craft service. Table. No, no, uh, no. The coolest thing about the it... The coolest about, about this... For what he did with the short film Undead Lovers and going on from, from the trailer to the grave is that... All of this is going to be shot in the state of Wyoming. And Harrison, um, he has made a lot of friends, you know, just, not just reconnecting. And, and, Powerful friends. And the, and the friends through the Red Everything Dead group. Everything is happening which, as I have foreseen it. <laughs> yes, exactly. The Red Dead group is a tight, you know, we became a tight group of friends because of it. 
But Harrison and, and, and networking and getting people involved uh, within the state of Wyoming for this, including on the steps of the Capitol a few weeks ago, yeah. is that he wants to promote uh, uh, filmmaking in such a beautiful state like right. Wyoming. One of the problems is is that a lot of movies in the last several years that take place in Wyoming uh, are, are stuff is filmed in, in Utah or the Panhandle of Texas or New Mexico. Right. No, mostly New Mexico. Like, mostly did you hear about the Morgans and Paul with you know yeah, Simon Paul. Pegg, which yeah. he talked about? You know, the the shot where you actually see Devil's Tower that was shot in in Moorcroft, and then the shot where the you see the actors looking up at it that's shot in New Mexico. Wow! Because. Right. Uh, so and and Brokeback Mountain, you know, that was shot. It was based in Riverton and the, the Bighorn Mountains and stuff like that. But it was jibs. shot. Yeah. In, yeah. <laughs> Dig your jibs. Yeah. So, you, so, I mean, what kind of tax incentives is what I mean? It, they're very low right now. That's one of the reasons why I held that stunt in front of the Capitol building is because I know ahead of time that I'm going to be talking to legislators and I want them to remember that I'm the zombie guy. But I'm, I'm now opened up, as of today, I finally opened up some dialogue with a few of the uh, state legislators right. to start working on better incentives. Cause right now they're like, they're some of the lowest in the country. Right. They're like 12 to 14%. Whereas New Mexico is averages around like 24, 25. Yeah. That's why everything, like there's so many movies going on in New Mexico right now right. and Canada, you can get up to 42%. Jesus. Yeah. Those people work for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you hear that Canadians? Uh, we have a pretty Canadian contingent of listeners. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck me, just keep on filming here, all right? Yeah. Um, so, guys, literally, we're going to remind you guys again about the Wyoming Short Film Contest. We want you guys to vote for Undead Lovers. If they win, it just makes this shoot, you know, it just makes the zombies cooler. It makes the whole thing cooler. Because remember, guys, it's still an independent film. And, you know, uh, every if, dollar does count. Yeah, if, the, if, if we end up saying no to all of these different producers who are who have approached us and I've set yeah. the meetings up with now, and we do have to rely on my own finances, then, yeah, we're going to need that 25000 from totally. the short film competition. And it's not going to be a five-day work. It's going to be a seven-day work week. Yeah, it's going to be slaughter. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be slaughter. I'll still make it happen, but we still need this thing to go. I mean, right. I've gotten other things coming in, like the Wyoming Arts Council and different fellowships and stuff like that, but, but uh, we need it's to represent. Filmmaking. You need every dollar you can raise. Yeah. Because, because even then you get into like you know distribution and, and, and post production and stuff like that and getting it into theaters and, and, and all that crap. So. Right. Um, I mean, even the marketing push of the festival to get it on the radar of buyers is it, that comes out of the filmmaker's pocket. I mean, you guys know we've had plenty of films that, that, that come through here. Uh, you guys know our success story. It actually hits. I think I think it, it opens in New York this March and in May it opens in L.A. But natural selection. Our, uh, you, know, you guys remember three years ago, Robbie Pickering uh, asking for us to vote for him in that Netflix contest, which they didn't win, but there was definitely politics there. And then they went and they actually made uh, natural selection for a dollar amount that I, I'd be an asshole if I told you what the dollar amount was, but it was low. <laughs> and you guys remember it swept South by Southwest last year. Robbie got his career started. He's filming a big movie for one of the producers of uh, the new Spider-Man I mean, things turn around for that guy, and it started all here on Geekscape. No, <laughs> no, no, exactly. It started with hard work, but in all honesty, guys, you guys helped get that movie, you know, you guys helped push that movie a little bit, you know what I mean? So all we're saying is do it again, you know? You just, you just keep supporting the people that come on Geekscape, because 
it's part of the community. Um, and of course, you guys are fans of these guys because they, they, they were red. Dead this, let me put it in, in terms of this. <laughs> this from the trailer to the grave is our Evil Dead. Right. And then from the highway to the grave is going to be our Evil Dead Two. And by the third movie, by the from the trailer from the Geyser to the grave. We better have such a huge ass following already that we've got the big budget studio. Like Bighorn Samurai is a big budget studio, right. and because by from the geyser to the grave, that's like you know dirigibles because each film gets more and more steampunk. So right. there's like airships and pirates. You know, like ten years after the apocalypse, when the infrastructure like shuts down and yeah, everything, and they've got to go back to steam. Yeah. So, so the third one will be. The Army of Darkness. And now you're buying, yeah, you're buying that one. I will. Now you're like blowing zombies. Guys, if you want to see Steve blow some zombies, come by the craft service table. Best. Yes. It's powdered jizz. The other thing. So you've been on set. Yeah. So 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 here's the thing. I wanted to ask you guys. Grand Theft Auto Five. Mm-hmm. Have you have you guys? Are you guys gonna do Grand Theft Auto Five with Rockstar? I mean, they must have loved her performance because I mean, you guys did a fucking kick-ass job on Red Dead Redemption. What about? Have you guys heard anything about? If Rockstar, because you guys weren't in that in 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 any of the uh, stuff for what, the one that the, what was the what was this one? Uh, La Noir. You guys weren't in La Noir. What the fuck is all that about? Sorry, you're not on Mad Men. I was, <laughs> I was I was busy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, no, no offense. Everyone who is part of L.A. Noir, I love, you know, Rockstar gets the best, the, the best voice acting. And right. it, and if it's like, if we're not doing it, they got someone else doing it and doing it, doing a great job. L.A. And Noir was awesome. It's no, I loved it. It's a, it's a, it's a great game. It's, I, it's comparing that with Red Dead is like apples and oranges. Yeah. You just, you can't. It is a different game. It's it is a different, game, and that's what's cool about it because they're not trying to copy what they did before. They go out and they, they. They expand and they do great stuff. And Rockstar again is a remarkable, great company. I'd I'd be honored and I'd love to work for them again. Um, I would say if if they've got our contact information, if they if they want to get a hold of us, we'd be more than happy to take their calls. Right. And so with GTA Five coming out, yes. I, first off, I don't, you guys know when it comes out. I want you guys to be in the game. First off, like you could play a cholo, you played a Mexican general, like you played. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're helping her cause right there. That yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rockstar, you already know this dude could play a Mexican. All right, he, he can actually play the cholo descendant of the dude he played in Red Dead Redemption. Exactly. Uh, Steve here can blow zombies. <laughs> I mean, you guys could do this game, like, like, like. like you guys, so so wait, Red Dead Redemption was that everybody's first game, or had some of you guys come out of the other GTA games? Uh, no, I mean I did like you know CSI the home version, um, but that wasn't motion capture at all. Yeah, but like so. like, uh, but was that everybody's like first Rockstar? Game? That was Red Dead was my first uh, okay. working with Rockstar. Yes, I, I didn't even know that I was auditioning for a video game. I just, really? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just here to do a racist. Story. Yeah. After after they did my like heard my voice and stuff, they're like, okay, I want to. Can we see you walk? And I was like, yeah. I walked from one wall to the other and then back. Take off your clothes. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I will say this about the audition because yeah. it was a it was an audition that was back in like like it was like a rainy night. It was a couple couple it was weeks December. before couple weeks before uh, Christmas, uh-huh. and. Once, uh, once I got like there, oh, late oh eight or something like late. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. December of oh uh-huh. eight. Yeah. Um, what was cool about the audition? I, I, I loved it. 
because it reminded me of like college theater, mm-hmm. is that they had all these like costume pieces and props that we could put on and audition with. And I was like, I literally was like, oh, this is cool. I haven't done this. All right, since Monkey, just blow the zombie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was no costume. You know just, what? I'm going to have yeah. to write in that you oh, blow shit, a zombie Steve, now. I'm sorry, man. Like, <laughs> well, you hear this? You see what I did? I really liked it. Listen, Jonathan, I really liked the part. I really liked the part he created for me. And now you've made me a whore. God, you've I'm made sorry. me... Oh look, he's uh, he's got the notepad out. Yeah, I, put that I, away. I already, See, sorry, it's I already just sexted myself that note. I'm gonna. <laughs> the compensation is I want that Aquabats uh, lunchbox. Okay. You're gonna. Well, that's the, the, the funny thing is, um, Steve. I'm sorry, uh, guys. Vote in this Wyoming short film competition at least for some really nice zombie prophylactics. <laughs> so they have, yeah. So, so he didn't make get, sure like, that Steve doesn't catch anything. I don't want Steve to end up a zombie. <laughs> Um, so, so, so this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. I want the Geekscapists to actually petition Rockstar to try and get you guys whatever's left. I don't know how far. Whatever's left. Well, what? Fuck that. Listen, listen, petition listen, to give listen. us the the T bone. I, I want the I want the portal. How much shit's left? I don't know when this game's coming out. I, I saw. Oh, they've already started trailer. filming it. Did you see the trailer? There's a trailer for GTA Five. I don't know what's left. You guys can play fucking seagulls. I don't no, know. No. No. You don't. You don't I'm, think a whole lot. No. If it's the. <laughs> come on, I'm no, playing no, Irish. Guys, I'm not going to yeah, come yeah. in for the no, no, scraps. No, come uh, in for, come in for, you know, right, right, you guys. GTA, GTA Six, yes, I will do. GTA too, but 5. if they've already started, no, and then they're like, yeah, oh hey, we just remembered. You okay, yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, come on, yeah, you'd man. rather be up in Wyoming shooting your movie. Yeah, can I play a seagull? <laughs> I'm. I just wrote in a seagull for you. No, no, I mean the GTA Five. I would, I would. Okay, here's the thing. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind. Uh, do another little thing because I know Your bit part. Well, he, here's so interesting. Far. I know that Fred Armisen right. does does bit stuff, for little funny throwaway lines. If uh, if if Rockstar called me, let's say if, if it was like Rod, Rod Edge called me, he's like, hey, you know, come uh, you know, come on in and would you do a voice? It's a flying seagull, please. <laughs> I would, I would, all right, you know, I don't think they're going to have that. Uh, That's what I'm saying. But uh, I, you know what's I'm cool? You, you know what I like about Grand Theft Auto is like when you go into his, like, you go save in the apartment and you yeah. turn on the TV and they have like the cartoons and oh, yeah, stuff. And like I, I would love to do, I would love to do that because I could sit there and not play the game. And stuff? Exactly. Yeah. And watch the programs within the program. I, I'd, I'd love to do something like that. If, like I said, if it. You should hire your studio to do a couple of those funny things. Yeah. That way it like, at least stands out, you know? Yeah. I'd be down. If Rockstar called, if Rockstar called, I'd be happy and honored to work with them again. If they don't, if they don't, that's fine. We'll be we'll be busy with we'll the movie. Busy. Yeah, I'll be busy yeah. blowing zombies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rockstar called. <laughs> oh, it came off in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, I was gonna say, like, you know, he kind of made. Rod sound a little light in the loafers there. I think Rod's got a little bit more bass to his voice. I, I, that oh, was a light. I think that was just you being hesitant. I, you know, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't like... You can do Rod better. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. But, yeah. yeah. So, listen, guys. Uh, not only that, not, not only do we want you guys to petition Rockstar to, to get these guys back into the system somewhere, but also uh, we're going to remind you guys about this Wyoming Film Festival. WyomingShortFilmFestival.com. Uh, but it doesn't start up until April 5th. 
interesting. Yeah, we've right. got some teasers yeah. loaded up There's on there already, yeah, there but there is, a, there is a slim window. It's April 5th to April 26th. Okay, so it's like 21 days that you guys are going to be able to, to make a difference. Um, you guys may not know this, but you comic book fans? Um, uh, Steve here actually uh, does some stuff with uh, some of our friends, Mike Wells. Uh, Mike Wellman. Mike, Mike, Wellman. Mike Wellman, yes. Mike Wellman runs the comic book here in, uh, in like Manhattan Beach, and I didn't know he... I didn't know he had his own comic book company. Yes. Mike uh, is head publisher for Atomic Basement Mm -hmm. Comics. And uh, I uh, uh, am a writer for one of the titles, uh, The Ghosts of Marco Dark. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been doing that since 2008 or nine. Do you like writing comics? Uh, I do. I do. Uh Uh, I I enjoy it Uh, right now. Uh, our my my artist Guy Lemay and I were working on a, a, a new miniseries for uh, his own uh, Guy's own label. He's starting called Strong Guy Comics, mm-hmm. uh, called uh, uh, the Entity Knights, and uh, it's going to be available. It's actually available now on uh, indie uh, indieplanet.com. Okay, we we sell online. Uh, you know, we're just own indie you label. Wrote it for him, what's that? You wrote it for him, and he's doing the art. Yeah, okay. he basically had the art concept first, and then um, and then we got together, and it's going to be uh, a four issue uh, black and white miniseries. It's uh, one ninety nine. Well, isn't that still one ninety? It's two bucks because you always yeah, add, yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. going to give the no, penny back. Cool. But is it's it, like is two it, bucks. Is it digital only, or is it? No, you you can comic. you you can get it. Uh, you can order it uh, through Indie Planet, and you will be sent. Uh, uh, a copy and issue one's already been out, and uh, just this week, uh, issue two of Entity Nights will be available on IndiePlanet.com. I think starting tomorrow. In fact, so it, as of this thing being up, because I'm going to put it up probably Thursday. Like as, yeah. as of this being up, you guys can go to Indie uh, IndiePlanet.com in order of first two issues. Yes, and the stuff that you guys do over at AtomicBasement.com. That's Mike's company, but he also has like his friends writing for him. Like it's you, it's Josh Dysart. Mm-hmm. Who wrote like like the unknown soldier for a while? He does some of the stuff for Dark Horse. Uh, oh. Josh Dysart's a really well known writer. He does. Yeah. Really, he's doing really well. Yeah, he's and he's got guy. he's got cool uh, artists we're, like we're uh, the Avril Lavigne comic. We were, yeah. we, were fucking, <laughs> we were fucking with Josh like two years ago that he had written the Avril Lavigne comic. No, no. And he's like whatever. But uh, they've <laughs> uh, <my> mortgage. <laughs> one of Atomic Basement's like most recognized books. Uh, they did the Kids of Whitney High, which uh, I listened to those CDs in college. Yeah, and they wrote their own. The kids, the kids from Whitney High, wrote their own comic book that got a huge, great review Holy by shit. Harry Knowles at Ain't It Cool. Yeah. Um, they're really well known for that. Um, I know that. Uh, Mike works with artists like uh, Rafael Navarro, who's mm-hmm. a great guy. Him and I share a huge love of Paul McCartney and Beatles music, so we're always like swapping sound bites on on Facebook. Uh, do I <laughs> am him as much as you I am me? What's that? Do you I, I am Ralph Navarro as much? I am no, no, no. I'm flabbergasted because I didn't think he I am anybody more than me. Yeah, yeah I think I, were, I, he, I, I, I like, am and, and Facebook him too Steve's much. I think. An intense Facebook I amer. <laughs> Like I'm, I, I'm I usually, need help. Like, I'm usually like, I'm usually with my pants down, ready to get primed. And, and, and all of a sudden, like, <laughs> Me too. And all of a sudden, it's like, "Hey, how's it going?" And I'm like, "Oh, come like, on!" Please. And like, you're, you, have this, you have this picture, and I'm like, "Man, you look dead inside of that picture." And you're like fucking staring at me. <laughs> yeah. And so my shit goes limp, 
And then it gets primed even harder. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least. I, I've, yeah, I've, if I've you can update that, your yeah. profile pic so that it's like, you know. I, I did. Profile I, 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 and like, you showed up, and I was like, man, this is going to be a mean motherfucker. I was like, I'm nothing. When the door I think if I anyone like, is completely 180 from their Red Dead character, it's me. I think Harrison can attest to that. He's like, you are like it's murder, like SOB in Red Dead. I met you in real life. You got a yoo-hoo in one hand, and you're eating a fruit roll-up, and you know, and like, hey, look at my new cat. It's yeah, like complete you're the, harmless. You're the bad guy, and then you see this like serious mean photo on Facebook, and then like I opened the door this morning uh, today when when he uh, when he showed up to do Geekscape, and I was like, that's fucking Jim from the Office. <laughs> I get, yeah, I know. I'm just uh, so. I was like, no, I'm definitely gonna keep that boner when you're. Yeah. So 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 guys, uh, if, yeah. you, if you guys aren't the video game listeners and you guys want some comic book fix, AtomicBasement.com is where you can pick up some of uh, the stuff Steve's been writing. Uh, and then that other one was what was the other one? Uh, yeah, uh, we have. They also can get the Atomic Basement uh, book on on uh, Indie Planet. It's a uh, Ghost of Marco Dark. Yeah. Uh, and the new one is called uh, The Entity Knights. Okay. And you can and then, you get both both titles. You, you, you Guy LeMay is also doing the opening credits. We're we're doing opening credits kind of like Orgasmo. The opening credits for Orgasmo. Now you're a man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And. Um, so, guys, doing that, we've got this great song, uh, "Zombies." Uh-huh. It's a punk song by this group, Ten Sixty Six. What's the name of the guy? Sam Kitchen. Uh, yes, uh, the guy who owns the rights to it is named Sam Kitchen McKinley. And so, the artist for one of your books is doing the opening credits for the for yes the trailer of the great yes. And you guys can pay twenty five thousand dollars if you guys both. Filmcontest.com starting April fifth. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. It's like a whole family. It's a family thing. It is. It's a family thing. Yeah, it's incestuous. Well, because I firmly believe that the the zombie apocalypse is going to come down, yeah. and I I would I like I'm going to have my my own Hunter S. Thompson like you know compound with a wall around the yeah. entire estate, enough room that you can run horses and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There will be Strategic. chainsaw slots, strategically <laughs> placed anti aircraft guns because. Right. Those stragglers are going to try to, you know... Get your shit. Yeah, and that ain't happening. Yo, have you, uh, you guys met the Zombie Research Society guys? Matt Moak? <laughs> Zombie Research Society? No, you know, no. He's local. You guys got to meet him. Uh, go, go on the Geekscape website and find the podcast where I talked to Matt from the Zombie Research Society. This, these are legit people who are, uh, like, like, sit on the board at, like, Harvard and all these different institutions. They're sociologists, virologists, all these people, but they like to wax poetic about what would happen to zombie outbreak so they do things like they do research on populated zones and how they would break down traffic what kind of viruses a perfect storm would of viruses and natural occurring things would result in a zombie apocalypse they they're really cool guys and i think you guys would get along because you're starting to sound like post-apocalyptic psychopaths. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I think all you guys should hang out together. No, well, just, no, he is. I yeah. apparently just come across as this weird stalker. No, you're <laughs> Who you're, likes to give people blowjobs on sets. You sit there on Facebook and you go, I bet he's naked, right? <laughs> <laughs> the conspiracy theorist, the stalker, and the racist <laughs> show. Welcome to Geeks. <laughs> um, so, guys, listen... Uh, we're going to do a couple things. We're going to do that whole deal with the 
uh, Wyoming Short Film Contest dot com and, and getting you guys to vote. We're gonna spam Rockstar. See if they can get these guys into some games. Well, meaty roles, though. Harrison made it legit. Like, meaty fucking roles. He ain't playing a seagull. Yeah, All right. don't call me now that you're rapping G- Grand Theft Auto Five and yeah, saying, yeah. you know what? We forgot to cast the voice of this towel. Yeah, you know you, what? You Fuck know, that. Give, like, 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 we had least, fun together. At least Rockstar gave him, like, his entire radio station. Yeah. You know, like, his entire radio station or something like that. Uh, and then uh, go to AtomicBasement.com and buy some of Steve's comics. All right? Buy some of them. All right. Well, you know, buy like fifty of them. Yes. <laughs> yes. Have, have, so it actually shows up. Have them go to indieplanet.com and they can buy our atomic basement books as well as the strong guy. Actually, books you know what, geeks, geeks, uh, geeks, geeks. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I, I'm starting to stutter because I'm just. I'm like, I, we've been talking about masturbating so much. I need to go and yeah. use this picture that my girlfriend just texted. What did your girlfriend send you? Uh, it's of herself in a little lingerie oh. outfit. Uh, <laughs> Did you see it show up in this picture? I, I, no, let's, well, we're, I don't, no. He uh, all right, here you go. Is he going to show him? I mean, it's really small. No, I'll show the both of you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because, guys, while, while I'm sitting here trying to record an episode for you guys, he's checking his phone. Okay. And, and, and I was like, what is this? And it's a picture of a fucking woman in John No, I'm not going to show you because Man- because Mandy's listening to this. And <laughs> I don't want her thinking, oh, hey, I show all of your pics to, I don't at all. All right, okay. so I've got. Uh, yeah, man, you gotta I've got some yeah. material. Okay, you know yeah, that's you a good go. that's that's you good to call. Go. It's it's fine. You, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I appreciate you not showing us. Yeah, that I respect you more. But yeah, I respect you. Um, but I do but have you, a you I, I do have a special yeah. group. So okay. go ahead, and I will invite you on Facebook, and I'll, you can see your pictures there. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, guys, that's what you got to do. Uh, of course, we're going to be pushing all this stuff on Geekscape.net. So Geekscape is thanks for the support. I'm so glad you guys are loving the new site. The new site, the traffic's been been up, the activity's been up. You guys have been awesome. Uh, I love seeing old Geekscape is coming out of the woodwork to be a part of the new site. That's been that's been so rewarding to me. Um, and it just shows us that what we're doing really means something. Uh, and we'll keep it going for as long as you guys are into it. So keep checking out the new Geekscape.net. Um, we're headed to South by Southwest next week. So we're going to have uh, some video content for you guys that missed my expressions, which is w- the note that I've gotten since we've got audio. Uh, we're going to have interviews and stuff. South That's by great. I love hearing that. You're going, you're going back to video after. No, no. Uh, <laughs> do you realize how many fucking people love my face, man? <laughs> I wore this shirt like specifically as advertising for the Cheyenne Zombie, Zombie Fest to give them some love. Check them out. Uh, no, we're only going to video. <laughs> but I'll, 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 video I'll be for... happy to be on your next radio, Graham. <laughs> 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 we're, doing, we're doing like a red carpet. We're doing like video for like two-minute interviews. The way we don't get extensively in-depth. I am red carpet, baby. I like this carpet, actually. I hear it looks nice. Harrison just pulled his pants out and showed me his pubes. He's totally red carpet. <laughs> he's doing he's doing a propeller. <laughs> so guys, we're going to be doing South by Southwest next week. Uh, so we're going to be putting that stuff on the site. And then WonderCon, we got WonderCon the week right after. Uh, and Ooh, that'll Wonder be fun. Hey, we'll be, we'll be at WonderCon. Yeah, we'll be at WonderCon. Come down to the Geekscape booth and we will, We're going to be Dude. at WonderCon. Yeah, totally yes. going to so, the Geekscape booth and just hanging out at Geek. Yeah, yeah. if you want to meet us. Go to the Geekscape booth at WonderCon. Yes, that's how it's going to be. And then, uh, and then, of course, our friends who were on the last episode, the Aquabats, their show premieres this weekend, uh, March 3rd, on The Hub. And we love those guys. So that's your Geekscape fix. You can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Search for Geekscape. We're on there. I'm at Jonathan Lennon on Twitter. You can obviously 
follow me, tweet at me, and then send me emails at Jonathan at Geekscape.net so we can basically have jokes throughout the entire Geekscape episode based on the shit that you sent in your email, which we love getting. Uh, again, guys, WyomingShortFilmContest.com. Uh, We're going to tell you guys when to go and vote. Um, we've got, it was it Indie Planet? Uh, IndiePlanet.com for the comics. For yes. the comics, and then we're going to tell you guys to really throttle Rockstar to get these guys back in the groove. Because uh, we really want this Trailer of the Grave movie to come out and to have like a huge fan base for it. And Call it awesome. Grand Harrison Auto, and I will be in it. <laughs> 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 so is there a way where they, they can find out more about the movie and, and more about stuff like that? Uh, yeah, you can go to www.fromthetrailertothegrave.com. Easy and enough, right? we post new fun stuff all the time. Like we've got great pictures from that protest, uh, and, uh, and and we post all kinds of fun stuff. So, guys, thank you, Steve, for coming on. Pleasure Harrison. meeting you. Yes, this fun. is the sound of me shaking hands. <laughs> yes. With, with. <laughs> <laughs> he fondled my balls like that. Yeah, like that uh, horse in the I game. totally just teabagged him. <laughs> yeah. Um, this has been Geekscape, guys. Thanks for uh, listening, and we'll be with you in the next episode. I'd like, I, I, used to, I got so used to saying see you guys next week, but we're not weekly anymore. We're uh, every couple of days, which we're is when awesome. I feel so like it. We'll see you guys yeah. next episode. All right. Thanks for listening.